0: Oh, oh, oh. Are we on, the air? We are on the, air, the, air, the air? Without further ado, without further ado, without further ado, start this right. Let's start this right. Let's start off episode 176 with like the right energy, right? With the right, let's say, je ne sais quoi, if you will. Um, this week we're gonna start it off pumped up and live, man. This week we are not gonna lose the essence of life, okay? This week I want to keep saying that we are not gonna lose the essence of life. This song is made by Saint Snot. Uh, it's called Glidden Loy Kimmings. It is a rock song. Make sure to get ready. Having your flow, this is in the building. Let's get ready. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. Are you ready for the week? Ready for the week? Are you ready? Let's go. Yep. We're just gonna stop the song there. We're just gonna stop the song there because that is a beautiful last song. I believe that that is the essence that I do want you to have this week. This week is something near and dear, man. Everything is going wrong in the world, man, but I believe that when everything is going wrong in the world, or you should always do, or you should always make sense of what you do have in your world. And with that being said, all that we do have in our hands, most of us, is shit and one of my most favorite uh rap groups growing up when i was in my uh high school times you know back in high school times we didn't really uh pay attention to like some hardcore hip hop some conscious fucking hip hop because you didn't know about that shit back in high school high school you were jamming to the shit that was popping or underground shit that nobody knew about but the conscious shit mm, that shit was straight out the window my guy carlos in the building hey guys by the way we still do go live on live me and instagram fresh prince of the underscore west on instagram fresh prince of the underscore west on instagram live me you just gotta find me on the closest shit that you are to uh i'm just only trying to talk to the local people on that one so back to the story so i was chilling right and i was chilling jamming to gym class heroes my paper chronicles Um, Shouts out to that album Uh, that album had a lot of dope songs on it Um, one of the songs uh, actually said man um, we got shit in life but it was cool because it gave us shit for the flowers to grow and that line always resonated with me in the sense of man if you ever get shit man you need manure you need manure for shit to grow out of the floor like you need manure for flowers to grow you need manure for you know for all the shit that you do in your life. So with that being said, everything that is going wrong in the world or everything that you think is going wrong in the world, all the shit that you think is going wrong, I think we should change our point of view on it and we should utilize this in some type of positive manner. And we are going to utilize this in some positive manner. I'm going to tell you some things that I have been doing, uh, some things that you know I have been doing to... Uh, positive my life because there's so much things going on in the outside world y'all and i know it because we are still out here man not being treated the same you know um out to brianna taylor george floyd elijah mcclain like i can't keep saying these fucking names over and over and over and over and over man we need to put away some people um the low mains asylum show told you all two episodes ago man i was pissed off if y'all want to go definitely hear that i was supremely saddened by the uh by the country that's the best way to put it i was saddened by how much divide there is in the country i was saddened about how the country treats a lot of uh its fair people i was saddened by the blood, sweat, and tears that I've seen minorities put into this country and (laughs) not get accepted for it, but it's all good, fuck y'all, we don't need y'all anymore, and I think that's one major thing that the world is waking up to, we don't need the racist class in society anymore, the racist class is a dying society, why do you think they're putting up so much fucking fire and, like, fights, Bro, they're a dying society. It's okay. Let me lay you down to rest. Racism, you're old, you're boring. No one likes you. And every single racist person dies earlier. That is a proven fact. All racists die at an earlier age. What you thought was the supreme race with your hate actually bought you to death earlier. And I'm gonna have somebody come through and tell you how the supreme race is definitely like no man there's no supreme race nigga right steven right <laughs> there's no supreme race i think you white people are finally finding out there it, it's bruh you how much wax but did you smoke man <laughs> so he said it's fun yo shout out to everyone out there that's chiefing but no man um i keep saying this over and over and over like people keep telling me like no um i have i lost some friends over this um i'm still losing friends like it's the most weirdest thing friends keep coming out of the woodwork and just talking some dumbass shit. nah i think in 2020 you should definitely Keep your neck on these motherfucking people's necks As in you should always check people If people are saying all the wrong things You need to check them You need to make sure that like Hey, you're not Like I'm not going to condone your fucking uh, Whatever you're trying to spew I'm not going to condone it around my area I'm not going to condone it around my energy I'm not going to do all of that Because Because The next generation fucking matters We got to this point Let's not give up Uh, let's not stop like uh, like let's like let's not start worrying about other things you know like (laughs) now let me tell you about ways to actually like you know keep your body straight and everything but before i do tell you the ways to you know to take care of yourself i'm gonna have somebody near and dear to my heart do that for you i got a couple of questions for him hopefully he has the right answers for us on this earth if you guys ever want to pop up on a show if you guys ever want to be on the show i don't go live anymore on it that much so if you're gonna pull up you need to pull up randomly yeah yo my guy hey man, hey, man. yo let me ask you one question man Back away, bro. hey man so um do you think that we should just forget and just let go of all this shit that is going on right now because a lot of people are almost about to do it but they're worrying about the nba steven Nah man. I'm rough. You gotta hey. Sacrifice a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Exact bro, and um which like one way have you been keeping yourself in the right state of mind, bro? Uh
1: just reading and I'm trying to start painting again. Uh, I wanna do like big paintings.
0: What you been reading?
1: Uh right now the book that I'm reading is about this boxer, his name is Harry Greg. He's like might be like one of the greatest fighters
0: ever. His name is what? Harry Gleb. Harry Gleb. And what does he do? What's up? Seize my day. Uh, he's tight.
1: He, uh. So, oh, Pete, right? Let mm-hmm. me just tell you. He went into the military. He went into the Navy, I think.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this was like like early 19 or like 1916 or like 1919 or something like that right mm-hmm. <clears throat> so dig this he went into the military and then when he came out it was like january something right and in the first year he came out of the military he fought 45 times and won 45 all five fights <coughs> But that, that's impressive, right? 45 fights in one year, that's impressive. But what's more impressive is that he fought across three different weight classes in one year. So he fought at 160, 175, and, and 200 pounds. While only weighing probably like 168 or something like that, right?
0: Yo, my guy was what's holding he, it down.
1: What's more impressive than that is that he fought four future Hall of Fame fighters... A total of like twelve times and won every single in the first year. This is the this is all in the this is all in the first year he came back from the Navy. Right,
0: forty-five uh-huh. like fights, and then and he won, won all of these.
1: All of the from future Hall of Fame fighters, to uh, like three of them, four Hall of Fame fighters over three weight classes in one year. Now, in one year, now he would have fought more than forty-five times. Except in like October or something like that, or like September, he broke his hand or he fractured his hand somehow, and uh, it kept him out of the ring for like a month. Or else he would have fought more.
0: Now, was this like a sur- like a surprise broken hand? Was it like?
1: Yeah, it just like it just happened. Like I guess he just but I haven't like really gotten to the part where he broke his hand. But I I read the story. I read this story and uh yeah he broke his hand and uh he was out of fighting for like a month and then when he came back he won like 8 more fights that he fought before the year was over or something this dude's fucking amazing he was the world uh, middleweight champion he was the light heavyweight champion and he beat heavy future heavyweight champions are you serious? and he only weighed like 168 and heavyweights are 200 pounds 216
0: and when did his brother live? Nineteen
1: sixteen or something like that. Like he was born in like eighteen ninety four or something, eighteen eighty nine or something. But he he made his name in Philadelphia, no, in uh, Pittsburgh, in Pittsburgh. Um, I think he made his debut in like nineteen fourteen or
0: something like that. What the fuck so was I'm going on I'm back learning then? A lot about boxing.
1: Boxing. I'm learning a lot, dude. That like there was a like boxing wasn't legal everywhere because it was so violent. And this was right after bare knuckle because bare knuckle ended in like 1890, and boxing was like with
3: gloves was still pretty new. It was only like 10, 20 years old, right? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't legal everywhere. So what they would do because they couldn't get sanctioned
1: fights, the newspapers were the judges. Like the writers, the newspaper writers were the judges. And a lot of these boxers in the early days, they have uh, they, their records were right next to them. They'll say N- uh, MD. Or NPD or something like that and that means newspaper decisions so it wasn't an official fight but the next day in the papers the writers of whatever like the Arizona Republic mm-hmm. they would say who they thought won the fight and that would pretty much you know that was it that was the decision
0: Wow so pretty much like they were just choosing the day after on some yeah. stupid shit yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the writers would watch the fight and they would give a recount of what happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, if they didn't have no judges, there wasn't like a sanctioning body. There wasn't like anything like that. It,
0: it, it motherfuckers fought and found out 25, uh, 24 hours later. Pretty much. Is yeah, like, so they I it the fight, yeah. <laughs> it's like call again for an STD check? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> but
1: yeah, man. It was kind of cool you know what i mean i thought it was, it was like I'm, I'm learning a lot about this stuff this dude was a badass man he, he was one of the first fighters to cross the uh the race lines too because especially at this time because the first heavyweight champion of uh the first um like the first black heavyweight champion of the world uh was in like 1909 um jack johnson mm-hmm. And this dude was like insane right like he was he was like there's this story about him because he married white women right and he had a car in 1916 or something like that right or 1920 or
3: something like that right. Mm-hmm. And there's a story about him getting pulled over and he's the he's driving the white girl is in
0: the passenger seat and the cop was like yo you're speeding that's like a fifty dollar fine or something like that right yeah so the the guy Jack Johnson a black
1: man in 1920 gave the cop a hundred dollars and said, I'll be speeding back home. And when? That And, and this, like, he became heavyweight champion in, in, like, 19... Like, 1910 or something. 1909 or something like that. But he was, like, he was talking that shit, bro. Like, he, he was really... Like, if you thought
0: Muhammad Ali was wild, this motherfucker, like, he was had nothing, like, he had nobody to back him up, right? Yeah. Uh, so at this time, the after he became heavyweight champion,
1: because he ruled heavyweight, the division for, like, ten years, he was heavyweight champion, but he was beating up everybody, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. it didn't matter who. he And he fought all over the world, everywhere. Ireland, Cuba, uh, Britain,
0: Canada, South America, he fought everywhere, everywhere, right? And he was beating up everybody. What's his name again? Uh, Jack Johnson. Motherfucker Jack Johnson, out here. <laughs> but
1: after he became champion And because he was black And because he was so brash mm-hmm. They didn't want no more champions Period And there's a, there's I think there's seven Maybe nine original divisions Heavyweight Light heavyweight Middleweight Welterweight Featherweight And then uh, Like bad Like the real small dudes Real real small dudes Right
2: mm-hmm. So
1: at those divisions They didn't want no champions uh, Actually I think these were The only divisions at the time As a matter of fact so they didn't want no other champions, right? None. So these fighters at the time didn't fight black fighters because they didn't want another Jack Johnson. Now this dude, Harry Greb, was basically like, I just want to fight the best and I don't care who it
0: is. How can I say I'm the best if I'm not fighting the best regardless of what color? Shouts out to Harry motherfucking Gleb. Where's he from? Uh,
1: uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. I think I think his pair I want to say they're like German or something like that or something like that Eastern his parents are Eastern European I think, but he's American He was born and raised in, in
0: Pittsburgh, right? Shots out to Pittsburgh so He he was like uh, Yeah, he was one of the
1: first to cross the color lines and said I don't give a fuck what the color is I want to fight the best and I got to say I'm the best I'm, like I got to fight everybody if I'm gonna say I'm the best And he did don't get me wrong. Harry Be- Grab beat up everybody. He mm-hmm. beat everybody. But uh, he he was like, I'll give everybody a shot. You know what I mean? This dude was so cool that before he made his name nationally, before he became a big star, in Pittsburgh, he had like four fights with another local dude. And pretty much these fights were going to determine who became like the next guy out of Pittsburgh. I love that. And like they split two fights and then Harry won two fights, right? But when he became heavy uh, middleweight champion, he gave that dude a shot just because he made him like
0: the fighter he was out of pittsburgh Shots out to that man
1: don't get me wrong he was still probably a racist and like a sexist and like a and like a womanizer and all that don't
0: get me wrong but like mm-hmm. he was a, he was still a decent stand up dude you know what i mean that like that would still give you the common courtesy to give you a challenge at like at least yeah, even
1: at least dude i'm learning a bunch bro there's another there, there's a there's a group of these fighters i think it was in the 40s in the late 30s and, and throughout the 40s and there's a group i think of, i think there's like nine or ten of them and they're called murderers row right
3: they okay. go from
1: 160 i think to 175 right maybe maybe a little lighter at, at way 2 at 47 147 but um there's a group of them there's nine of them and they were so like i was telling you they didn't want another black champion at all so in the 40s these dudes were legit the best fighters in the world in those weight divisions. I mean, there was nobody in the world that could have beat them and didn't get a shot their entire career. Not even at the end when they were old. They, none of them. These dudes were so bad and so feared that they, have, they had to have a tournament between themselves.
0: And they're called Murderers Row.
1: Murderers Row. Yeah, and they're all married Amer-
0: Black American fighters. Illum- I forget
1: their names. I wish I could tell you their names. That's but so fucking fire, bro dude they were fucking bad they not one of them not one of the dudes ever got a fight for a world championship they all won at the time it was called the colored championship Mm -hmm. so it was basically a world championship but for black dudes so they all they all held that version of the title at one point or another but who gives a shit about that bro you know what i mean like you want the world championship you want to beat these white
0: motherfuckers down Facts bro Murderers yeah. bro Yo shots out to them niggas man Yeah uh, The dudes are bad I wish I knew their names bro I wish I could tell you I don't know their names though, to be And see That's the shit that They won't teach you Like on regular news though And like That's kinda fucked up Like that's like yeah, I wish bad, Like bro. I wish I had Dudes like that Growing up man Like cause like I would've like you know Like emulated that Kinda like you know Yeah these
1: motherfuckers Were bad bro These motherfuckers Were bad like, I'm telling you, that dude, Jack yeah, Johnson, the first black heavyweight champion, he was a cold motherfucker, bro. I wrote it on Instagram the other day, but Mike, uh, no, uh, Muhammad Ali was talking about it. And, like, the Ku Klux Klan was serious, like, hated this dude, right? So they send him letters and talking about, like, we're gonna kill you if you knock this white man out. So the dude was like, you better just kill me, like right? Just kill me, because I'm gonna whoop his ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and he'd go in there and knock that white man out cold, bro. You know what I mean? Like... And it was like that's how brash she was in 1909. Like, and Muhammad Ali was talking about, dude, there was no NAACP, uh, there was no uh, Malcolm X, ma- Martin Luther King, there was no Huey Newton or Angela Davis. There was none. There was nothing in nothing. 1909, and this motherfucker didn't care. He married two
0: white girls, bro. Two of them. Yeah, yo, yo, that's having major balls back then. I'm, Bro, they used to
1: dress up on Saturdays and Sundays to lynch black people,
0: bro. Like, that's that was their thing. The, uh, <laughs> but they used to send postcards of that shit at those times. And yeah, bro. They used to have, that's where Pikmin came from. That's a whole other story. But that's where the term picnic came
1: from, bro. Like, they used to, it was real, bro. This
0: was not a joke. And then and he was over, over here dicking down these Caucasian females. In <laughs> public, bro. In public, bro. <laughs> i love but it
1: my theory is okay first of all like you can't really like you can't really uh how do you say like choose who you love so maybe he really did love these white women artist, but mm-hmm. i i think what he did is that he he was really like yo my ancestors died so i'm gonna do
0: this <laughs> i feel <swear laughs> so you he really did because he was also like like he
1: was also known as a woman beater. like he used to beat up these white women, like badly. It- you know what i mean like
2: badly
0: so but he was a cold motherfucker bro i'm learning a lot from this little book yo bro do you okay like i noticed is like since you said that um 1909 right yeah okay so at that time um he like beat his females maybe had an anchor problem like whatever you you name it i'm figuring out more like that i'm growing up man that like sometimes um like, but the kid is born with some type of like, like if like the parents are having like some type of like guilt or like some type of emotional like turmoil at that moment, that like it's like passed through to the child, you know.
1: Yeah, dude. And imagine at that time, both of his parents were born in
0: slavery. Exactly. Both exactly. Of both of them. What could like? And like the I mean, like said, the amount of hate that you gotta you have. Like them, like, uh, yeah. uh, do you know how cold blooded you gotta be
1: to have them type of balls in nineteen oh nine as a black man period? Now understand, you're probably not probably, you are the most famous black man on the planet. Hands down. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And you're talking that shit in nineteen oh
0: nine, bro. And, and like with the thing. <laughs> <that shit. laughs> and beating the dog shit out of these ages. No, angels. I'm talking about the dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, beating the dog, like, it was unfair. And, you know, championship fights in those times, they weren't really tying. Sometimes they were, but they, officially they were 20-round fights, right? You know, Excuse you me? In those, in those days, dude,
0: fights were 20 rounds, so they'd last four hours, five-hour fights. Steven, mean, Steven, like, Steven, Steven, serious. Steven, yeah. for four yeah. hours we got a fight? Four, four hours, dog, 12-round 12, twelve round fights, dog. dog. <laughs> How how long are the minutes? Uh,
1: three rounds. There were three. While wow, like I said, they were unsanctioned.
0: Dude. Uh, sometimes in those days, the rounds ended when somebody got knocked down. Yo, <laughs> even Miss Susie, man, on the bottom is like, man, I'm not that angry either. So break this down to me. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Yeah, yeah. Merk in the building. Like, Dog, dead serious So like back in those days, like
1: it was, it was like in the end, like I said bare knuckle had just ended in like 1890 right mm-hmm. so uh, first of all the first uh, ba- the last bare knuckle champion was the first glove champion too but that's a whole different story now they uh they, they weren't really timed so back in the day like when somebody got a knockdown that's when the round ended and then they'd start a new one so if the mm-hmm. round lasted five minutes and somebody got knocked down that was the end of the round they'd get their minute break and then they'd start a new round Okay. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, I'm learning a lot from this book I got some more shit to break down for you There's this dude, his name is Tom Molyneux, right? Mm-hmm. And he was uh, he, he, This was in like The end of like the night Like the 1700, like, 1790 or something Like that, early 1800 Right, his name was his name was Thomas Molyneux Right, uh, an obvious slave name But his name was Thomas Molyneux, right? Mm-hmm. So He was the best Bare-knuckle fighter, the best bare-knuckle enslaved human in America, right, in the entire country. Nobody, as as a slave,
0: could beat him in a a fair fight in the country, What's his name? His name is Thomas Molyneux. So, so Th- Thomas Mullineaux, like, like his hands were impeccable compared and to everybody every, ever. They, they and every slave plantation in, the, in America, he was beating them all up, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Now, his, now, eventually, he was so good that he couldn't fight slaves anymore, right? He couldn't fight enslaved people no more. Mm-hmm. So his, the, the story goes that his, the, the, you know, the, oh, the guy who ran the plantation, he gave him his freedom and gave him $500. Now imagine five hundred dollars in seventeen eighty or something, right seventeen ninety. What's black he's, dog, he's the richest. He became instantly the richest black man in America.
0: I bet it's like like a cool fifty mil in your pocket.
1: At least, bro. Like you became the richest black man in America
2: instantly. Do, 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 do. Like,
1: instantly. Now he's so cold. He's fighting all the. He's fighting all the uh, free fighters. He's fighting all the free white fighters and the free black fighters
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and he's beating everybody bro he's beating everybody's ass so not only is he the best enslaved fighter he won his freedom got five hundred dollars now he's the best fighter in the
0: country nobody in the country can beat this man in a fair fight rich and beating the dog shit at your asses a black man who won his freedom in
1: 1780 or 1790 or something right? 1760 mm-hmm. now he's so cold he's going around the world to fight the best fighters from every country he's going to new zealand he's going to asia he's going everywhere he's going every russia he's going everywhere right mm-hmm. now you know like i know that Britons are born fighters they
0: they're just fight that's what they do you know what i mean why they, do you think they, they, they got they fucked up teeth
1: <laughs> that's, that's straight up dog that's what they
0: do bro they
1: they go out on a friday
0: night to drink fucking whiskey and fight each other that's what they do bro. all day you know what I mean? now there, there's a dude that was in britain at this
1: time his name was thomas crib right thomas crib was two b's mm-hmm. thomas crib was the best fighter that that country had ever seen at that time since the beginning of the country this dude thomas crib was the best fighter
0: they had ever seen in their life under her majesty's rule he's been the best fighter the best fighter the coldest dude in
1: their history their country's history bro wow so it's only
0: right that since this
1: dude thomas molyneux went around and started beating up everybody in the world he fought tom crib now right mm-hmm. so he's going in there and handling crib no problem bro he's handling this britain dude with no problem like now hear me out bro this dude he's this dude from sleeping on the floor like I'm talking about like eating the intestines raw from pigs I'm talking about
0: you know what I'm talking about I'm talking about
1: whippings I'm talking about when he takes his shirt off to fucking box he has the scars from the whips on his back you know what I mean
0: on the back
1: like you know you know what I'm saying like this is real shit like he's he, no blanket, no pillows, sleeping with, Ro. like he's the slave now.
0: Real you know shit. Mm-hmm.
1: Real shit. Now he's fighting the best fighter the world has ever seen since the beginning of fighting, and beating his ass, bro. Now, and her, like not even. And I'm giving him a tattooing, and you know what a tattooing is?
0: What is it?
1: We call that a, we call that whooping a tattooing because that shit is perfect. Oh. Like, like he was beating his ass. You know what I'm saying? He was fucking him up. Now, this is, now, I'm not saying this just because he's the black dude and I'm reading this on the internet. This is, this is what their people wrote now. This okay. is in their newspapers, and their history books, in their country at this time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this. This is in their books, bro. It's in
0: the, uh, Her Majesty's newspaper. It's, it's Yes, it's in
1: their newspapers, They're finding The crowd couldn't handle that. The crowd could not handle this black, he still didn't have no rights. He's a black man in 1716 in the world didn't have no rights. The crowd was throwing bottles at him. Split his head open with a pipe. He's gushing blood. He's gushing blood, bro. The people are running in there, their bare knuckle, breaking his fingers.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: Dead serious and letting the fight go continue. This dude was so fucked up, so brain damaged because they now he's split open, leaking now. Split open, leaking now. He lost the fight, obviously. They fought again, but this dude was so fucked up that he became a drunk and died at the age of, like, 30 in Ireland.
2: <sighs>
1: now, again, I'm not making this up. This isn't something that you read on Google that just, this is this is in their books, bro. They wrote it now. They, they got the drawings
0: now. Yeah. They, this is in their, they're telling the stories, bro. You just mad that he came over here and whooped a dog shit at your best guy. And I'm, I'm talking about handling them with no problem, bro. Handle it with no problem. It's, what, uh, what, the two, th- the, the the three chickens in a biscuit, bro. Uh, like, giving him the three piece and the biscuit, bro. Like, whooping his
1: ass, man. And, uh yeah, man, they uh, the crowd couldn't handle it, so they
0: cracked his head open with a pipe, with a lead pipe. Man, bro, shout out to him. See, things like that, I will never, like, put my head around, man, like, because I don't know, man, like, you lost, take the fucking L, keep it moving, yeah, take the L, the, take it's, the L, but, like, I think, um, I think we kind of came some way, because l- let them try to do that shit, like, nowadays, like, I know that their race is racist, but try to throw a bottle, and see what happens, yeah, yeah, that shit's different now, that shit's different, if it, for real, um, there was, a, there was a
1: fight out here, um, last year, like, I think it was in December,
0: uh-huh. it was at
1: the Sun, Sun Stadium, and it was you know uh, you you know Chavez Jr. Uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.
0: He's a no. Mexican
1: fighter. His dad is probably like the greatest fighter to come out of Mexico. Anyway, mm-hmm. he was fighting this dude. His name was Daniel Jacobs, and um, I think Daniel Jacobs broke his nose or something like that. So the guy quit. And uh, Mexican fighters are known for like being
0: warriors. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You like you'll die in the ring. You know what I mean? Machismo shit. Yeah, especially because who his dad was, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so he stopped. He quit on the stool. And uh, the fans at the Sun Stadium started throwing bottles of beers inside of the ring, bro, at him. Did you just,
1: like, nigga, you use? <laughs> Dude, they, they had to cover him with the, you know, the big cards that they use for the ring numbers?
0: Yeah. they, do, they had to cover him with those. <laughs> had to take it away from the cute girl. Like, <laughs> hey. <laughs> because they were throwing food. Cans of beer and bottles out of, bro. bro, that's fucking out of this world. Hey bro, Kevin Gates said it the best, man. Um I can't say a word that he said in the song. Um he said the F word that um rhymes with Maggot. Okay. Um he said uh, the F word rhyming with Maggot throwing water at the uh at the event at my show, catch him on the rebound. I wanna see if he can catch what I throw. Like that's a tough ass line scary, dude. No. It's super scary. Uh, bro, but we're going to take a quick musical break. While wow, we take a quick mu- uh, musical break, man, uh, take your wax hit, take your hit, do whatever you got to do, do brethrens. Now, to everybody out there, enjoy your Tuesday. This song is called Quiero Decirte Hoy. It's a cumbia. I'm gonna play this out. No, oh, Steven, I don't know the name. Oh, is it called the Grito? I wish I knew how to do the Grito right now, man. <laughs> that thing? Yeah, bro. Wouldn't that be fire I as fuck?
1: A, I have a cousin who won a contest at a bar
0: doing that. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, he won
1: thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> is it true that like like the better that you are, the drunk it is, or like or like the drunker that you are, the better it is? I said that wrong. Know what you want, yeah. <laughs> I said usually, that. That's usually what they say, bro. That when the more
1: drunk you are, the uh, the better I
0: guess. It's a, so, man. Okay. So, uh, I am really enjoying this, like, bas- uh, sorry, this boxing history, man. So, please, like, put, just put me back on game. Like, take me down yeah, memory lane, man. Well,
1: there's a couple of things, man. Like, you know. It, it's funny I was telling one of my uh, One of my friends Like I'm gonna get into Some more boxing stories But um, The reason I say this Is cause I love American fighters Right Like those obviously I'm American So my favorite fighters Are always gonna be American Floyd Mayweather Fucking Oscar De La Hoya These people like My favorite fighters Of all time now, Whitaker uh, Fucking These people like Some of my favorite fighters Of all time right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was talking To one of my friends And he's a white dude And um I was We would go in And go in And I was like Uh I was like, obviously, I'm Mexican, bro, so I like Canelo and, like, Julio Cesar Chavez, and, like, you go even more back, you could name some other, like, um, like, some batter fighters, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Barrera and shit like this, right? Canelo, no. Nah. Uh, but he says, uh, uh, and then he says, uh, I go, but I always go for the American first. Always America first, right? So he goes, uh, he goes, but what about the, uh, but what about the black fighters i said uh bro i said i always go for the americans first and he was like oh yeah
0: yeah i was like come on bro yeah bro like at that time like it sounds like nails on a chalkboard you know? <laughs> yeah yeah like i knew he meant
1: no harm by it whatsoever but i i at that point like not of him at all because i understood like i knew he meant nothing mean like I understood just from knowing him and nuance through life, you know? Mm-hmm. But through when the experience and stuff, but like that like that's what the world thinks. You know what I mean? That's just that's just what the world thinks. But now I lead into that because there's there's one of the one of the greatest fighters of all time and definitely the greatest probably one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, definitely top three, depending on who you ask. But his name is Joe Lewis, right? Okay. And uh, they called him the brown. They called him the brown bomber because he was actually in the air force, right? He was uh, a military dude and he fought in World War One or two or something. Like, you know, he was a he was bad. He was an actual black man, Joe Lewis. He was he was he fought in the war. He was American. He was badass, right? Mm-hmm. But he came. He became a boxer and he has the most consecutive uh, defenses in heavyweight history. And this is in the 40s and 30s and 50s. You know what I mean? Even to this day, he just has records that are just badass, right?
0: That's fine.
1: But during the reign of Hitler, they had a fighter, and his name was Max Schmeling. 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 Uh, Schmeling. S-C-H-M-E-L-L-I-N-G. Schmeling.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, his name was Max Schmeling. <laughs> and uh, he was the baddest fighter out of Nazi Germany at the time, right? And later you find out through like his history and stuff, he didn't really believe in Hitler, but how can you go against a country who's backing you forever, right?
0: Mm, yeah. schmally.
1: <laughs> schmally. <laughs> so he the first fight with Joe Lewis he beats him, but this is before the height of Hitler. Now they fight again during the height of Hitler and it's probably it was probably the most important fight of the twentieth century, you know what I mean? It was just great, right? <coughs> it was just awesome. So mm-hmm. he says, so he goes in there and Joe Lewis, a black man from America, warps um, Max Schmeling's ass, bro, and avenges the loss and gives America a big win, right? I don't
0: know, it was just... In boxing, like, like, and then, like, no, and, and at that time, yo, that kind of meant something, you know, like...
1: But no, yeah, dude, there was a time when being the heavyweight champion of the world was the, you were the biggest human being on the planet, bro
0: bro for real man and and at that time that we were going heads up with hitler like man everyone was low-key scared of hitler so like everyone's like mm. yeah, but joe yeah. lewis was like i'm gonna go up in there imagine and i think they fought here i think they
1: fought at uh, mg in uh in uh, uh fucking new york at uh, the garden mm-hmm. yeah i think they fought in new york maybe or a yankee stadium maybe or something like that but it was a. Uh, that was a big fight, bro. Imagine if Max Melling
0: would have won at the height of his bro. If fucking Schmelling won, I think it, the, uh, the but the morale of the world would have definitely been one-sided. You know, um, Stephen only talks boxing and that Divine Science rap group thing. <laughs> What's the? D- just mad because
1: that's the only good rap that he's ever
0: heard. The, um, who's the Divine Rap Group thing? group I showed him in like 2010 and he can't get over it <laughs> 2010. so bro okay so Joe Lewis brown bomber is that where um, Deontay Wilder got his bronze bomber name from
1: yeah
0: cause he was, a, he was a bronze medalist in the Olympics oh shit okay how did he I tickled him he said see I tickled him Yo, I like Kev. Yo, Kev, really cool. <laughs> hey, so, man, um, did you hear about this thing with um Elijah McClain that happened last year?
1: The uh, the other black man that got murdered.
0: Yeah, man. But um, like, but did you hear about like the, like what, like what actually happened? Cause like a lot of people kind of technically put it into just you know. One just oh so man, um so this happened in Aurora, Colorado. Um Aurora, Colorado, if you guys don't know where it is, it's somewhere in Colorado. It's beautiful as fuck, you know? Um my nigga, um, Elijah uh McLean, my guy was um he used to run at night, so he literally ran down to the um, to the gas station. We walk to the gas station all the time, Steven bro like we go to the gas station all the time my guy went down to the gas station to go buy some iced tea for uh for his brother he wore a face mask because he was anemic and bro uh he was walking and the person that called the cops was like yo there's a suspicious person walking down the street they're they're not armed but they're not breaking into anything so like at that like at that time you should know that like hey like you know there's nothing going on You feel me? So uh they pull up on uh like him going home and They so they're like hey, where are you going? And so like he's like hey, I'm just going home and then so like he's like Well, like what are you doing? Like he's like i'm not doing like anything wrong Like he's like we need to see you, uh We need to see your id like he's like i'm not doing anything wrong they grabbed this kid and this kid at this like the whole time like is saying yo, I'm an introvert I'm an introvert like please like please let go of me Please let go of me and then at the end like he's like you guys are all very strong. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do this I just can't breathe and One of these motherfuckers was like oh he tried to grab my gun um, If you've seen their like body sizes, it was like a heavyweight taking on like a welterweight, bro like no damn near there's no resemblance on why you should see this child as like a like as like a competition in any types of way now yeah man and then so he played um like he used to play violin for um cats and shelters man like a very nice kid and even in the last video of him in the gas station one of the ladies was like you you look very suspect with that you know mask and then so like he's like oh it's just you know um i wear it to go running then he gave the person behind him a gratitude bow steven the only time that i've ever bowed in my life is like in the middle eastern culture like like when i'm talking to my parents like i'll bow kind of like hey like like it's like a term of respect you know like he used to do this to everybody and then you say that he's trying to grab your gun. And then you stab him with ketamine. With ketamine. And
2: that's
0: what caused the heart attack, right? Yeah, that is, that is what caused the, yeah, the heart attack to the um, fucking brain. Uh, like, he was brain dead for three days. And boom, died. And then that shit got swept under the rug a fucking year later. As soon as it was bought back up. These niggas have the audacity. The unmeditated goal to be like, there is not en- uh, enough substantial evidence to reopen this case. Ex- <laughs> and they asked, why you mad? And they <laughs> uh, man. People
2: suck, dude.
0: People fucking suck, man. People fucking there's, suck. There's
1: the-, the world is in a wild place right now, man.
0: Um, it's, I don't know what, I don't know one way to help it, but, um, I've been drinking my water, I've been working out, man, I've been trying to take care of my body, I've been meditating, I've been trying to do everything, you know, like, it it, it sounds so fucking weird to say that in, like, 2020, that I, I, I'm worrying about surviving, like, I thought I would be worrying about how to learn the brand new technology out, you know, but nope.
1: Uh, I've been staying inside, so I've been getting a lot of sleep.
0: Have you been sleeping? Yeah,
1: I'm
0: catching up on a lot of sleep. Uh, On a lot of Z's? Okay. (laughs) Bro, how how do you be getting sleep? Because, like, I have some nights that I can't. I can't, man.
1: Me either, sometimes. But, like, I be bored, bro. I really don't
0: don't
1: go nowhere. Like, you know how I used to be? Like, I used to be out. Like, what a lot of people didn't know is that when I was inside, i used to be out doing random shit just on like random adventures by myself getting into weird shit Mm -hmm. got a lot of weird stories and uh now i really don't go nowhere like
0: i don't go anywhere i go get blunt sometimes and then i come back home if you guys don't know like that that is 100 percent true um a lot of people were telling me that they did not know how to quarantine i was like i got a perfect friend that can teach you steven can teach you how to quarantine like We need a
1: lot of food, bro, and uh, if you don't have cable, then you need the internet, for
0: sure. Do, do you need the internet, or do you just need your phone? Nah,
1: man. You gotta have something,
0: you're watching it on, because your phone ain't enough. Facts. Hey, bro, can I tell you something great about my phone? Like, it's just on, like, straight cap. Um, so, I used to get on the phone, and, like, while I'm on the phone, I couldn't receive any, like, any internet like sent things so like i um i couldn't receive my snapchats She sent me anything on instagram uh since now sprint shots out to sprint teamed up with that grrr, pig motherfucking gang t-mobile bro uh, they sent me a text message the other day but they're like hey just know that when you when you're on the phone now you can still use your what do you call it Ce- uh, cellular service and like i looked at it they're like this is a free text message i was like no nah, man thanks dog Thanks. I am out here. Bro, I, I even tested it. I sent a, I sent a selfie while I was on the motherfucking phone. This shit was a trip. But I'm finally back yeah, on this regular to, shit. Welcome
2: to 2020.
0: I, do it. I know, man. <laughs> it took some time. <laughs> hey, Sprint been doing it. When I was younger, I had Sprint and they did that and I hated it. For overall? It, I did like it at all. I mean, I didn't so like sprint, sprint I had Sprint for
1: so long I had the same number all throughout high school and then probably until I was like 20, 21 maybe Damn It was always Sprint and then I got off with my parents line
0: And it's yo, shout, shout out to all the parents that like, you know, held you on for like as long as they can after that, which are like, alright man um, I was I was never on my mom's thing, but um, I was on cricket. And then like my sister gave me her old phone number, so sometimes like I wouldn't go pay it. And then like my mom was like, I called you. I'm like, yeah, but I spent the forty dollars on food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yo, cause the pizza at like, cause like regular food was not cutting it, man. Like yo, public schooling, mo- motherfuckers don't know. Yo, that sharp cheese doesn't taste like shit. The chili didn't taste like shit. The, you know, the regular chicken fucking sandwiches that like that came that that they wrapped up, yo, fuck out of here, G. <laughs> For real, bro. So like we should get those, you know, personal pan pizzas that like you know three fifty. If you get the nice little clear fucking Gatorade, that's like you know seventy five cents. But you like you need that every day. So. In high school, they
1: had a. I think it might have been.
0: Pizza Hut, pizza. My guy, Omar, in the building. Uh, pizza Hut, pizza. Yeah, bro, uh, y- yes, me too, bro. Um, I'm gonna play a quick song and then I need your help on uh, relationship advice. I've been, th- th- I've been g- going through some things, Stephen, and I need you to be there for me as a friend, please. I'm here for you, bro. Uh, oh, hey, man. I'm Okay, we are going to take a quick break. We are going to play you another song. Um, While we play you another song, make sure to, you know, pick up that pipe. Pick up that bong. Make sure that that, I really hope that joint is still lit. And while that's happening, play you a song. I thoroughly enjoy pizza. Deep dish pizza. Deep dish guy. Oh this is called Somewhere No Someone Somewhere by the Wannadies. Cheers. Make the No, it's not. This is not this is not it. This is not it. <laughs> is not it. <laughs> is not it. yo fuck commercials nigga. again, guys, is the Wanadies. Someone, somewhere. And we are on the line. I feel like we're on a motherfucking like 90s r and show. We're on the line with Mr. Cool Jazz himself. Mr. Hernandez, how you feeling today? <laughs> hey, uh, I'm a killer. <laughs> Yo, I love it like people back in the days where we're like, uh... Uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs>
2: long
0: time listener, first time caller. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to, so bro, um, in, in these quarantine times, as like much as you want to stay away from the rest of the world and like as much as you want to stay away from relationships, I believe that I need to say this out loud because something happens or is happening at this pandemic time that people feel like it's necessary to hit me up. For closure, one for um for a possible mating situation two three you're trying to court me in a pandemic i'm out here trying to get
1: mating, like people are trying to make some show
0: bro no like like people like hey come through hey i you know i don't like using a you know I'm like, excuse me. So, with that being said, like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, we are all having horny times, but meditate that fucking shit out. Like, <laughs> meditate that shit out. Are we, like, one of the biggest hotspot places? Oh,
2: yeah.
0: No, bro, Stephen. Yeah, like, we are. Like, Arizona, no. I'm not trying to get by you. I'm not trying to
1: go nowhere, bro. I'm in the house, Ali.
0: I'm so bored, bro. I'm about to go buy
1: some ply board. And some spray paint and go paint
0: in the backyard. That's gonna be fire. Are, are you going to Home Depot? Yeah, but my brother won't take me because he's a punk ass, and I don't have another car that it'll fit in. Hey man, <laughs> we, we should kick him in the shin. Hey, uh, just know in one minute, you gotta come back. Um, so man, um, first I I want to talk to you about this um, this one white girl, and like I'm just gonna like not tell you. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell. Fuck it. But this is a Lone Man's Asylum show, right? This is home? You know, we are home? Fuck it. Like, <laughs> no, no, I tell, I'll tell everybody name. I'll <laughs> He's so, this girl uh, that is from, um, like, she's around the 23rd Avenue and Northern area. Think about that. Okay? So, um, she, like, she pulled up on one of the lives, slid through on the DMs, was like, yo, man, um, you seem like a really cool person. And Steven, granted, we are amazing people, right? And amazing people. Like, and like, I don't know better people than us, you know? Because like, we do predominantly hang out a lot, you know. We talk a lot. Cool yeah, like, I rather like I rather have this type of circle than like hang out with like other people. But at the same time, though, like, if you're gonna like if people directly talk to us, we're not the, like it's not the greatest conversation. It's not like sometimes we're weird sometimes you know like we're anxious like sometimes you just caught me at like at the wrong time and you said some shit that i'm like and like i'm like yo i gotta spaz out on you for a second oh we lost the guy we lost the motherfucking guy um it's funny how instagram always just kicks you off by the time that instagram kicked me off i just want to say fresh prince of the underscore west on Instagram, Lomain1990 on Snapchat, Lowmainsasylum.com. I do got a whole motherfucking episode, episode, website. <laughs> Niggas, <ha. laughs> We got a whole motherfucking website. Oh, and we do have a second show, by the way. It's called Cooking with Low main. Uh, It Drops every Friday. I'll tell you more about it later. Two shows. That's a new AKA, ha. My guy. Oh, bro, too much weed okay so you know and like regular times like if you die like directly talk to us in some cer- like some cer- uh, certain circumstances we we are not the best humans He's pretty boring person. Uh, th- that you know weird angry whatever you name it like assholeish, yeah. even dickish yeah. you yeah. know so um I get that but so she's like come through to my life because like apparently she does this like on a regular you know and like people pull up and then so she, uh she, she's like yo come through to my life and come hang out i went to go hang out and then so she's like oh hey cutie oh my god like yo like i loved your shit like you were so funny like and i'm like at this moment like i'm kind of confused right because like i'm like yo why do you keep like when like people comment you over and over and over it's kind of annoying you know like it like it kind of feels like you know like they want something from you like it's kind of yo yeah. um send a genuine compliment cut it right there you don't have to that's keep it? Yeah. yeah bro like but you don't have to keep showering people with like praises and shit like that's kind of weird man like it's not normal yeah man yeah. i don't want to be yeah uh,
2: just say hello keep
0: pushing yeah for real and then um so, I uh, sh- like, so, but she's saying all this stuff, and then, like, for real, for real, bro, she, uh, she's, like, I'm a tattoo artist, but this is the only reason, like, I'm, like, alright, yo, like, so, like, if you're, like, an like, a authentic, like, tattoo artist, like, for show for show, show me, and then, so, she shows me a tattoo that she gave herself right here, like, right on her forearm, like, you know, like, how people, like, have West Side, you know, they kind of hold it up like that, <laughs> um, she put her son's name, but, like, when she put her son's name on her forearm, she had another tattoo under it. And then so, like, but she's showing me this thing like this. And then all these other lame-ass dudes are gassing her up. I don't know who these people are. I don't even know who she is. I'm just here because she just said pull up after, you know. So um, all these dudes are like, yo, like, I like your penmanship, da-da-da-da-da-da. And then I lit. I asked a simple question. I was like, yeah, but what's up with the tattoo in the back, though? Is that, like, and I was expecting, like, oh, like, I'm gonna get it covered up, and then so she's like, why the fuck would you ask like that? I was like, what do you mean? And then so she's like, why the fuck would you ask, like, what's up with the tattoo, like, in the back? And then at this at this exact moment, I was like, i don't know how you interpreted me saying that in a very like like rude way you know i get it like like but you took it that way but this time i'm gonna run with the rude (laughs) so you know uh uh michelle obama always said man like when they go low you should go high uncle charla says what steven Hurt people, hurt people. Yes, bro. man, and uh he said when they go low you take it all the way to the flow with it. Like <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah bro <laughs> So uh so I hate Charlamagne. me too man but like as soon as I remembered Uncle Charla's you know mantra, you know, when they go low you take it all the way to the flow with it. And like as soon as she ge- she gave this look into the camera and then so she's like I can't believe that she would even fucking ask me like that and like i was like yo even the tattoo in the back looks bad like but why is it there and then so uh, she's like oh my god fuck you and then apparently you can have security guards on the side i don't know like whatever the fuck this means she started telling this nigga to kick me and like she's like hey aaron kick him out aaron kick him, aaron kick him out of here Aaron, kick him out of here. Aaron, kick him out of here. Bro, and Aaron booted me. (laughs) Aaron got you out of there. Aaron got me all the way out. And, like, I don't even know what happened because, like, (laughs) because the live was still going. And, bro, me and you, I think, are damn near kind of, like, but the same way because I was damn near sitting back, achieving, just watching the whole thing. Like, what is going on right now? What is going? Gr- she's so upset. Uh, what did I do or something? Bro, and then um, she, she, <laughs> so I got kicked as soon as like I don't see the live anymore, and then like I'm back to my fucking page, but she sends a DM, and then so she's like, "Yo, lose my fucking page." I was like, "Look, I I'm not following you, like, you know, you found me, like <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this was." Like, (laughs) I'm getting kicked out by niggas named Aaron, and like, but you're over here tattooing over uh, other fucking tattoos over your son's name, like, bro. The the Mountain Dew Code Red was heavy on that one. (laughs) Hey, you want to hear a funny story about Mountain Dew Code Red? (laughs) Yes, I do. I do. Belly in the building. Tell me. When I was younger, my sister used to work at a,
1: it was, a plate, it was, it was called Osco Drugs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was like a CVS or Walgreens, right? It was pretty much a CVS. It was right next to the Bashes, right there on 7th Ave Osborne. You know what I'm
0: talking about? Okay, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where the uh, Peter Piper is by the s- Safeway across the street. Mm-hmm. All right, so, yeah, right there. So
1: my my sister used to work there, right? Mm-hmm. She used to work in the photo department. Anyway, there was, a uh, there was these two white girls that were stealing, um,
0: makeup or some eye curlers or pencil, I don't know, they were stealing makeup or something, right? Uh, who? So my sister, I don't know, just some white girls. White girls. White girls yeah. steal yeah. too, goddammit. Keep going.
3: <laughs> so, um, so
1: my sister worked there, obviously, but she was getting off of work, right? Mm-hmm. So my sister was getting off of work, but like I said, she worked there. So she was like, uh, so she told her manager, she goes, hey, I think these girls over there are stealing, uh, but I'm leaving, so see you guys later, right? So she walked out, and she was waiting for my mom to go pick her up, and it was late, it was like 10 maybe or something, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I went with my mom to go pick her up, and when we pull up, she's yelling at these two white girls, and I learned the story later that they were, that they they had stolen something, Mm -hmm. but uh, she was yelling at these two white girls, and then she goes. She says something to my sister. My sister was like a big girl, you know what I mean. Mm. And she goes. She goes. Uh, she goes. That fat bitch. She goes. What? She goes. Yeah, you had the snakes that we were stealing or whatever. She goes. She goes. I'm gonna. My sister goes. I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass, bitch. Like, like I don't give a like.
0: I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna pull out. <laughs> uh, and and, uh,
1: <clears throat> and uh, my uh, the girl was like, whatever, bitch, fuck you. She was you know talking shit. So my mom was like. She was like, nah, let's just get in the car. It's not worth it. So she said something, but she called my mom a bitch now. So my sister turned around, and she had a
0: bottle of uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh-huh. She opened the bottle and poured it over those two girls' heads. Your sister? Yeah. That is shots daughter, at you. She was, she was like, come on, bitch, do something about it. And she's literally pouring
1: this over these white girls' heads. Like, do something about it, bitch, call my mom something. You know what I mean? They didn't do nothing. It was funny because the their girl, their boyfriend was a Mexican dude, mm-hmm. and he uh, he came up like he was like gonna try to hit my sister, uh, but my mom called my brother, and then we
0: left. Hey, <laughs> yo! I don't know. Eddie, a thug too, bro. <laughs> he's mean, bro. I don't
2: mean, he's just mean. <laughs>
0: For real, hey, amen. Sh- it was funny, yeah. Sh- That's what I know about Mountain Dew Code Red. Mountain Dew Code Red. Shouts out to. Fab Five five Riots, Mr. Carlos in the middle of motherfucking building. But I do want to let you know, man, that that is just the first one. The second one now, like this one is the one that does not make sense. How should I approach this one? Because I need your help in this one. All right. Okay. And then, like, I know a lot of people in the world are predominantly probably going through the same situation that I'm about to tell you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Could be, yeah. Okay. Now this girl, like you are you are genuinely interested into this girl as the same way that she is interested into me. Now with that being said, n- like at the age I'm at, like eight, like, you know, just the looks is not everything. Like you gotta make sure that the life is on point, you know, like like I, I need to make sure that the girl can like, you know, come to me, you know, reliably. That that like you don't gotta have your own car, but you can take your own Uber to me, you know? So but I just need to make sure that like there like there are some certain criteria that you need to meet. Like I, I need to make sure that you don't got no lint inside of your bra. Like, you know, like at this age, you know, at this age it should <laughs> we should have got rid of that like a long time ago. <laughs> so with that being said, man, There are some certain criteria, and then I found one, and, you know, and I believe that she found the same thing, like, inside of me because I don't know anyone that, like, she, like, motivates me, but in the right way. Like, in, like, the mornings that, like, you know, like, I wake up to, like, all right, my guy, like, you know, you're about to get this shit. But the other day, like, I woke up to, like, I don't know a bigger star in my life other than you with, like, clapping signs. Like, you know, I'm like, yo. Hey, Yo, kind of dope, you know, like, and then so every single day she, like, you know, comments on, like, the hustle, comments on, like, you know, like, all the game, like, yo, I like how you did this, and, like, I like how you did that, da-da-da. just, like, throwing it in, like, and enjoyable as fuck, you know, homegirl chiefs it just like me and you chief it, like, heavy, right, be her grace, she gets to twerk videos, she's for the streets, he said, I'm the real player here, Kev, I promise you, sir, um, i man i man i i hung up that cape there <laughs> i i am not a player anymore yes so um at this time man um she was like yo we should hang out on saturday i was like cool let's hang out on saturday she was like what time i was like we can kind of keep it early man because yo, it, it's a pandemic and like i'm taking I, i'm taking corona chances out here you know I'm taking chances with my life to hang out with a person, you know? Like, that's kind of serious, right, bro? Like, yeah, I guess. yo, yeah. so I'm taking a, like you a know, chance with my life to go hang out with a person. Like, I was like, all right, cool. Let's hang out. She's like, cool, cool. Four o'clock, right? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Steven, four o'clock. I was like, dope. Uh, four o'clock around three twenty four, I knew that we that we weren't gonna hang out after like I didn't get any like you know confirmation text messages of like at three o'clock you know that but that text message should come in or oh about to shower, oh you know like <laughs> uh, oh I'm washing my hands to do this I don't know whatever the fuck that means but like you know something so um, so around three forty five. You know where I live, right? Like, yeah. on the side of town that I'm on. Uh, she's like, yo, I'm in Scottsdale at 345, right? And so, she's like, I'm in Scottsdale, and I don't know what time I'm coming back. And with that being said, now, the person that I am, I took two things into consideration. Like, you know, you premeditatedly knew that we were going to hang out. You know, A, one like premeditated like like we like made these t- like you know plans so and b like you low-key were okay to like be like you know what i like i'm gonna go out to scottsdale like you know um so i thought about it, i was like cool i didn't text her back again michelle obama said man when they go low you should go high uncle charlotte said man when they go low take it all the way to the fucking floor with it when she like was like yo i'm so sorry let's hang out next time that is my biggest fucking pet peeve next time I'm sorry not today but next time don't fucking tell me that shit man I fucking hate that like so like till the death of me so when I heard like when she said that I didn't even text back three weeks passed and then like but she texted me but she's like hey what's up I was like what's up but she's like how you been didn't text back damn son like f- how you been like, after, like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> I don't cherish, like, a lot of things in my life anymore, man. And, like, I used to cherish all the wrong things as a younger person. And now growing up as, like, an adult, I can kind of understand where I had to mature, man. Because my, like, because my cares in the world were kind of altered, you know. But with that being said, like, time is one thing that, like, I care for. Like, yo, like, I love my time. I love my time, you know. and. Yeah, man. Oh man, and like, and then you just play with it, just throw it into the street. Yo, right, Carlos? People suck,
1: People suck and everybody's kind of scared, bro. I mean, you can really only blame them so
0: much. <laughs> Yo, Kev said Steve watched Hitch on VHS, and he think he doctored Lipschitz. Kev, she will definitely be on me. All the de- de- <laughs> Susie is back, uh, bro. But um. That's such a harsh sentence. What? Drop that bitch. Long detachment. Who said that? Yes. He said. He said that so up. Chrissy Pooh in the building. Hey, Chrissy Poo. If you got any questions for us, holla at us. Hey, Chrissy
1: Poo. One one eight
0: zero. I still am my lake with my sister. Um. Yo. Um. So, th- now. Now, this um, third one that I want to talk to you about is like the one that is kind of questionable, like in my head. Um, I'm saying that it's questionable because I've been meditating, man. And like in meditation, it's been teaching me. um, It's been teaching me like sometimes like, okay, so the brain is like a clear blue sky, right? And, like, all the thoughts that uh, uh, that you do have are, like, all the clouds that kind of pass by the blue sky. Behind the clouds, on, like, all the crazy shit that, uh, uh, that you are going through, behind the clouds, there is always that blue sky. So you should always know that, like, th- like it's always okay, you know? Like, if you're just in the fucking, like if if you're there present at that moment like everything is okay you know cuz like you don't have time to think about bad you don't have time to think about good cuz you're in the moment but you're not you're thinking bad. about anything yeah bro and so with that being said okay <laughs> okay i'm listening i got you uh, um people feel like that they need to come out the woodwork and i don't know what the fucking epidemic is doing to them and i don't need this energy in my life and i'm gonna sound like a fucking asshole saying this like they like they want closure out of you like you know like back in the day like bro i'm 30 motherfucking years old like people coming out of the woodwork from like bro 2012 b (laughs) talking about bro like yo I think that we need to talk about what happened. Bet- no, we don't need to talk about anything that happened between us. Um, we broke up. Uh, you wanna go and through we are, it?
1: And we are not here to talk about the what ifs. Been it's long
0: enough and let's move
1: past it. I got something about that, though. But I don't know if I wanna get into it, but I got something, I got something about
0: that. Man, man, you are home. Man, let us get into this, my brother. I
1: don't think I want to, bro, cause it's
0: he said it. it's, uh... Hold on, I don't am the dark.
1: I'm going gonna...
0: to get the name of the dark for
1: just a second. Hold on. Aha, not the dark. Not the dark. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying, man. Like, I don't need no closure in my life, and neither do you, man. Just move on. and Understand that it didn't work out. It was fucked up, and...
0: One hundred and ten percent about it, um, and and I think I think they want to come back and like I think that they like they think in some type of way you are gonna give them an answer that like that you couldn't give them back then. It's like but and the like the fucking entitlement that you feel that you think that I was thinking about you is like is my thing. Here's another thing. Like, what
1: is it gonna do, really? i think it's gonna do one of two things like i guess it could do some good i guess it i guess
0: it could do some good feed on their car because they don't have clothes it's kind of closed minded to be one-sided well that's something they gotta work on themselves like you like you are definitely right but like i think um after some time has passed after like some things have been said um after these people have gotten into multiple other relationships i am not the stepping stone that has all the information for you it's it's sad it's a but bro like it's just like and then like some of them like i get it some of them like i was the caring person in the relationship you know and then after that like i walked away why because it's Hiring to care for a person that doesn't care for themselves, man. Do you want to hear those words? You want to hear those words after closure? You know, it's not going to be great. It's like, <laughs> And, 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 if and like, if it did end bad and you're angry and you're still
1: angry at me, you're, I mean, of, co- of course you're angry all you want, but, it, like, why do I have to hear it
0: still? That's true. The, Christy Pooh said it might not be about an answer. Sometimes it's about uh, therapeutic. You never know what they might give you through that trick. That's so true, Chrissy Poo. Like, maybe I am just being, an, like, a a recluse at the moment that I'm just trying to worry about my health. My, yeah, it, it's, but very. Um, like, I, I just don't want
1: to talk about it. Like, I understand there's some, kind, there's some things that I got to reckon with as a human being. And that's something that I got to deal with, you know, certain things. But uh, sometimes I just don't want to
0: talk about it. Yeah, exactly. I understand
1: it being therapeutic. I even understand that it, it really does help. Because it really, really does, but I don't want to talk
0: about it. It's now. Um, w- do you ever have situations like that, or like do you ever get triggered that you want to talk to a per? Have you ever talked to a person in that sense? Um,
1: not necessarily. I mean, I guess it, I mean, I guess it is sometimes. Uh, like, I can think of one person specifically, but. Uh, it was after some years,
0: and we were just like, hey, let's kick it. So, I, I mean, I guess that was one person I guess I could think of, but not, not normally, it's not something that I usually do. I feel but like... You. None of
1: the people that I've ever really dated hate me. Like, and I don't really hate them, you know what I mean? It didn't always end well, and it didn't always... The the people that I really dated, anyway, um, it didn't always end well, but, it, like, we don't hate each other. Like, nobody... I could see them, like, give them a hug, kiss on the cheek, keep pushing. You know?
0: Facts, facts. Like, it, like... There's no hate, but I have no closure. Like I have, no, like I think it's just sad because I don't have anything to say. Rather th- because I, I'm not thinking about this. You know. <laughs> you know what the sad truth is? Sometimes is that it just doesn't work out. Like the, the
1: sad, like it's, it's messed up to hear sometimes that you just weren't the person for me. And even beyond that, like I just wasn't the person for you. Fact. Like, no matter how much we wanted it to be, that's just the truth. And and if i say that that's harsh right if i say that that's mean and i like but i loved you for i loved you a lot for and what in the time that we had but you weren't the person for me like i couldn't seem like i couldn't grow an old with you and i couldn't like you know it it just didn't last we were we we were great for what we had you know what i mean that's kind of harsh to hear i think
0: right uh, bro but like it is the 100 percent truth you know and um there is a lot of girls that my fragile masculinity at that time could not tell them that you deserve something ten times better than I am.
1: There's, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of things that my fragile masculinity couldn't admit now. There's a lot of stuff <laughs> about my personality that I can't admit now. Now let beyond that, like let's let's think about like once we get past all the walls that I've actually built for myself, right? Let, let's get past that now. They're about to see the parts of myself that I that I haven't accepted, parts of myself that aren't there that probably should be, right? The mm. parts of myself that are underdeveloped or that probably aren't ever going to get there, right? So let's let's talk about that part now. Like they get past all of this shit, now they're going to see the real part of me that I haven't accepted that they're going to see up close and personal, right? That's the real fear about it. Can I? Do you, will you accept that? <sighs> will you accept? Hold on. Will you accept that? Nah. You wanna you. whoever it is that I'm dating no it has to be me no this couldn't possibly be something I'm pushing you away for something real because I'm building up these walls because I'm terrified for you to see the person behind the walls that I built can you accept that and then not only that can you accept that and can we move on from that
0: that is a very like it's a very surreal thing because it's truthful as fuck like I think we put that up because I don't want you to see that because you're not gonna like what you see behind this cause yo I know you're
1: not I know you're not
0: I've tried to be honest I mean not that I not that I lie or nothing like that but I've tried the open
1: book thing and the complete let me tell you about and that doesn't work all
0: the time amen I tried that too but like they said I sat down and like, it's weird that I seen, um, ha- have you heard of that show, Rami? Um, um, so it's about this dude that's, uh, Egyptian American. And then, so like, um, like he's trying to find his culture, like again, and everything like he was born in New Jersey, no, uh, raised in New Jersey and all that shit. Like, you know, um, so he was more Americanized, but like, he's trying to find his culture, like, you know, all that shit. Check it out. It's on Hulu if y'all got it. It's a dope ass show. Like I'll give it a five out of five. So on that show, um, he got married to the um, to the to the sh- uh, sheikh's daughter. So the sheikh is the you know like you know the sheikh. If you guys don't know, Google that shit. God damn it. Um, so he so he got married to the sheikh's daughter, but she was a virgin. He was from New Jersey, you know. <laughs> So that like that just tells you enough, you know, like a homie was in Hoboken, Showboken, in all of them places. <laughs> so. Um, Hoboken, Shoboken, so um, and the sheikh knew this, but like he's like, if you're going to marry my daughter, you need to tell her the truth. But the way that he meant like tell her the truth, like tell her who you are. But this dude, Rami, took it as, like, be an open book. And, like, he just started telling her everything. Like, he's, like, see, like, in this situation, like, um, I got with this girl. And da 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 And then so homegirl stopped him. And then so she's, like, look, like, you don't have to tell me anything. Like, I'm choosing to be here. And that was some food for thought. Like, I was, like, I've never had that happen. Will that happen one day? Probably. But, um when people see the real you or when they see the true you this is gonna sound as fucking emo as shit 99.9% of the time they walked away you know <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's and it's because it's you know it's it's scary bro it's, it's, a, it's, it's not fun it's, it, it, fun, it's, it's not like and it's not a.
1: And it's not like oh, let's tell the story. And like, I was just thinking about this shit, bro. Like, <clears throat> like the like, you know, I tell the stories or I'll do poems on the internet or something or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. People are always writing me back talking about like, oh man, that's funny or or um, oh, I couldn't tell these stories. You're so honest, blah blah. blah. You know, whatever, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, first, I'm like. I like the the reason, like, like I get something out of it too, right? Like, first of all, like what you're giving me is like, is like a response that I need to, I don't know, feel good about myself or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like self something, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But beyond that, the reason that most of them are. Uh, like based in like relationships or like uh, in a relationship in general it's because I'm terrified of it brother. like I'd rather write about it in the abstract than actually live through it because I'd rather actually write about the person that I'd like to be than the person that I actually am because first nobody really wants to accept who they are because nobody really wants to look at themselves but if you do end up looking at yourselves and you don't accept that person you'd, you'd rather want to be something else right? or you'd rather look at someone else
0: that's one hundred percent right.
1: So the reason that I that I write about relationships I love so often is because I'd rather write about it in the abstract about than actually write about it from the inside because that shit is terrifying, bro. Like, and and the stories that I'm telling, like, is the part of the like I wrote it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's the part of the story that, that I want you to know. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not telling like and it's not, and it's not good, and it's not angry, and like I said, there's some stuff that I have to deal with as a human being that I've done, that I've, that I've got to, you know, work through in my head, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's not fun, like pushing people away isn't always like, hey, I don't think we're right for each other, you know, uh, it's just a, sometimes it really is somebody falling in love in two days and then I don't talk to you ever again for the rest of my life, you know what I mean? Sometimes it really is, I see you every single day. Day for two weeks I'm talking about all day every day that we can be together and then I won't even
0: answer a message I won't even write you you know what I mean like yeah and telling you when you call yo you can leave me alone
1: you don't get it you know what I mean it's not always fun so there's, there's so this like so I'm only telling you the parts that I like I said, I wrote it you know what I mean I'm telling you the part that I want you to know
0: it, it, that is th- that is a beautiful thing like I am giving you the l- like the perfectness of it
1: so now let's let, now let's think about it you know how comedians are always trying to find it funny in something you know what I mean the reason that we do that you know, I'm not necessarily a comedian but the reason that we do that is because we're running from from actually feeling the emotion that comes behind what's actually happening does that does that make sense to you Ye-
0: yes so what I'm saying is it's like it's like um got like like, it's, it's, it's funny, my my, uh, my birthday's December 14th, and in 2012
1: was Sandy Hook on my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, like, that's, it's fucked up. And one of my friends every year reminds me that she's like, hey, happy birthday, but damn, Sandy Hook. And I'm like, fuck you, you know what I mean? And it's like, you feel for the kids, so like, and you're like, damn, that sucks. But you try to find the cold-blooded part in it like my friend does she texts me every year hey yo happy
0: birthday but don't forget about the <laughs> kids you know what I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? like it's, yeah. it's finding the funny in it because it's on
1: the news every year you see it on social media whatever so we're we're running from the actual emotion that's behind what we're finding the funny in. so when I'm writing poems I'm running from the actual thing that I'd like I'm telling a story about um I don't know. I used to tell a bunch of stories. I'm mean, telling a story about how, uh, I don't know, bro, like this girl did something and I ran something stupid, but the real story behind it was, is that, man, this girl, me and this girl absolutely fell in love with each other in two days. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
3: Two days. Like
1: I knew her after a night and after that day, I knew, you know what I mean? And then whatever happened, I woke up and decided that uh, it was scary enough that I couldn't handle this girl leaving or doing something that messes with my sense of self. I don't know if I can handle those things happening, so I'm leaving before she has a chance, you know? And
0: it's ugly sometimes. It's 100% ugly. Like, at that moment, like, I'm just telling you, like, it's not It's not a beautiful thing to try to date me or a situation like Mister Steven. Like, it is not. Bro, what do you think it is? Is it something that we need to work on? Is it, like, is it compatibility? <laughs> Do you nah, think it's compatibility? It's yeah. Nah, it's
1: absolutely us, yes, brother. It's absolutely
0: us. Yes. Hurt people hurt people, you not know? Very, very fucking true. Hurt so, people do hurt so people. Like, so,
1: like, but beyond that, like, what are we doing to help
0: it? I am Are we looking for somebody to help it with us? Because
1: that's unfair to throw that on somebody. At least I know it is with me. That might be what I'm doing, like, somebody to help us through it and i know that i did that one time like i remember i was looking for somebody to help me and heal me but not necessarily love me i guess necessarily and uh, that wasn't fair to nobody so to speak
0: very true um i think the best way that i'm kind of doing it man is like i got like two close friends that are predominantly females as well so like when, like, so whenever I feel something, like, I kind of run it by them first. Like, because, like, like, sometimes, like, sometimes you really want the female perspective to something, you know? Like, hey, like, how would this be taken? You know? Yeah, bro. And then, um, sometimes I am told that I am doing the uh, right thing, but sometimes I am told, you're being a fucking dick, Ollie. <laughs>
1: it bro but at least let me be me you know what mm-hmm. I mean like I understand that I have to um, move in a certain way because I have to think about your feelings as well now but when can I be me because not being able to express myself how I'd like to is exhausting
0: that is the the the, the number one thing and I kind of don't like it because I feel like in some certain strange way people kind of want to control how you kind of move you know
1: I'm, I'm starting to real this isn't being facetious so I'm really starting to understand that it doesn't matter what we want
0: (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) no it does not how are you coming to these (laughs) realizations please tell me what is it
1: I'm just just talking to a lot of people and I'm starting to understand that that's just that's just not the move for us like like,
0: I've been been hearing whispers like
1: I've been I've been I've been hearing and reading a lot of things and it's and it's um
0: I don't know, man. It's
1: it's whatever. It's, 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 um, what I'm, it's uh, <laughs> like it doesn't matter what we want. We could have it's it really doesn't because there has to there has to be uh how do I say this? Like there has to be a level headed one and and one that is that is able to be themselves a hundred percent right yeah grounded one right not not necessarily level-headed but there has to be one that has to keep level-headed there has to be one that has to keep cool and there has to be one that is able to be full emotion there has to be that's just the dynamics right Mm -hmm. by by default we have to be the cool-headed ones so by default it doesn't matter (laughs) you know what I'm saying yes you can feel this way you can be this way you can uh, take it this way you can understand it this way but you my brother have to be the cool one
0: wow yo that's fair okay well one day I'm gonna be cool as a cucumber until that day I am meditating to it (laughs) I
1: don't know man I, I I don't got it in me bro
0: Uh, no 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 bro it's and i think you are you are definitely right and i think in most of these conversations bro and like that's the thing like and the and like the ones that like that like that that like need the closure are like not even the ones that had substance like why do you think that is like some of them were were short were intense, were passionate, were long, we're passionate as well. But there were some that were just as um fillers, dare I say. Hey man, hurt people hurt people. Hurt people fucking hurt people.
1: And can you say that? Can you say that to
0: somebody? Can you be that honest? Yeah, right? Like do you want me to be that honest? Like hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you the honest
1: to goodness truth. Mm-hmm. You weren't ever gonna make it me and you weren't ever gonna make it that's just
0: as honest as i can be like facts man and like (laughs) that is the best way to bro um i don't think a person is ready to hear things like that like you know i don't think like a person could fathom that like uh, that type of information because like um people call you and like they like they kind of press you about certain situations that they know the type of answer that they are looking for and if your answer does not feed their agenda it's automatically wrong bro you know I I learned that a long time ago
1: well not a long time ago but I learned during my uh (laughs) my journey out here that um that I'm, that, I, that sometimes you are just a filler, bro, and sometimes you have to accept that. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're just here because I'm sad,
0: and you make me feel good about myself as a human being. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, granted. Uh, and and yeah, like you bro, know what I mean? and then like, but the shoe has been on the other foot. That like I chased the person, and, and and like I'm like, yo, wait, wait, what? And like they're like, yeah. yo, you were the filler, and like you're like, ah, okay, yeah, okay. But you, but you made, but you made me feel like we were.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, it's a little, it's, yeah, I've been on both sides of that. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've been somebody that I guess led somebody on in that way and that it did, and I've been pulled into a thing that I knew wasn't going to last. You know what I mean? Um, I just wish they were honest with me because I'm down for the ride. You know what I mean? I'm a supreme, I'm a supreme believer in that. Uh, I love you. Like, I can love you forever, forever and it's tonight. Like, I'm a supreme believer in that. You know
0: what I mean? I believe in this shit. You know? I, I believe it's beautiful. Just let me know. It, let me know. So we're on the same you know playbook. Because it's going
1: to hurt regardless. You know what I mean? And that's my thing about it. Like, that, what's the what's the thing about like? That was my thing about the closure, right? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Like, it could solve some stuff. But what do you really want to do? It's going to bring up old memories and you want to yell at me. Okay, cool. Now, let's say that I let you yell at me. Even if it is my fault, that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt.
0: It, it will not take the pain away it will not take the pain away
1: even even if it's my fault even if I know and I accept I will accept all of that that it is my fault the reason that you're angry at me and the reason we're, where we're at you telling me so
0: doesn't hurt any that doesn't make it hurt any anyway. less it, it, it's the same thing for real It's like, and
1: beyond that am, am I just supposed to accept that because it's my fault
0: it did. Ooh. Okay, am Steven.
1: I, am,
0: am I just supposed to accept you screaming at me just because it's my fault? I just said. Please tell me what you always say about girls that scream what you say. I don't know
2: what you say. Tell me.
0: I want y'all to know that Steven, like, is my, like, dear friend that, like, he's, like, um,. Uh, like when you were talking to some chick and then like she automatically started yelling and like you're like as soon as she started yelling i stopped listening bro i stopped listening and (laughs) then i I, I asked her why are you yelling right now i'm like why are you screaming at me like i don't understand it like I'm, i'm like don't get me wrong we could both be like i'm not telling you
1: how to react that's not what i'm saying but like where did it go from us talking regularly to you screaming at me? Like, and, and why am I supposed to accept
0: that? (laughs) Like, I'm not doing it, (laughs) yeah.
1: Like, nobody else in my life screams at me like that, but because it's my fault, and because you're my girlfriend, like, I'm supposed to accept you (laughs) screaming at me? (laughs) My mom didn't yell at me like that (laughs) growing (laughs) up.
0: How dare you? (laughs) <laughs>
1: like, my mom, like, don't get me wrong, like, my mom would get angry at me, but my
0: mom didn't scream at me like that. <laughs> <You know>? I, <laughs> like, I totally fucking feel you. <laughs> like, w- even if it is my fault,
1: why do I have to accept that? But,
0: and the yelling is not going to make it better. I, like, I don't think any, any part of it is going to, yo, I, I can't. It might.
1: My- it might help the person screaming because it's getting off something that you
2: can hold it in. I understand that. But I'm being... This is an honest-to-goodness question. Mm -hmm. am I supposed to accept it even (laughs) when it's my fault?
0: I'm dead serious, Doug. Like, when it's my fault am I supposed to accept it? I think that's a very good question. I think, honestly, (laughs) wait, did you did you accept it within you?
1: Yeah. I know it's my fault, like I get it, and I even understand why you're mad, I understand why you want to scream at me, what I did was probably pretty bad, and you can't forgive me, you can't forgive yourself for letting me do it to you, I get it, 100%, but why do I have to accept you screaming at me, why do I have to do that, like is that, am I supposed to just accept the punishment, because you want to get it to me?
0: It's too late for all of that. I'm
1: being honest though, like, am I supposed to accept
0: it? I it's like at the moment I would say yes. At the moment that like it happened, yes. Um years down the line after like we man, like many moons have passed, many many leaves have fallen on the floor. No. Why? Time passed.
1: See, here's my thing, and this has always been my thing, and maybe I gotta loosen my stance on, on my stance on relationships in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like, my thing, like, 'cause I just don't like arguing in general. Like, I just don't see like nobody's point's gonna get across. Like, we're gonna, you're gonna scream. We're gonna
0: get mean and say mean things Like, I just don't like arguing. Yeah. So my thing has always been like, either we're gonna get past it or we're not. And
1: if we get past it, then that's it. We we can fester in the anger We can be mad at each other. We can give each other the silent treatment. But at the end of that, we know we're getting past it. You feel what I'm saying? Now, if you don't want to do that, that's acceptable as well. But now leave me alone. That's the end of it. Like, there's no more arguments. You feel what I'm saying? I'll be sad as shit. I'll be devastated. But leave me alone because that's the end of it now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's over. You know, why do we have to argue? why do we have to argue about it? And then why do we have to come
0: back to it? But the coming back to it part is just I never understand.
1: I know that's a harsh stance to take. I understand that and it's almost impossible to do in any relationship But that's that's something else that I'm starting to gather from talking to people. that like you can't you have to argue to grow. And I've just been telling people it sounds like y'all will really have severe PTSD
0: but, but uh, I did find uh, bro actually in some relationships after some arguments like it it actually brought us closer together because like, you know how the other person thinks then like you know like you can kind of understand why
2: can't, we, why can't we express that
0: in a why can I not see your true colors yeah why can I not see your true colors without you just bellowing in my fucking ear I don't know don't know it's <laughs> a Hey, bro, I'm going to play one quick song, and um, as soon as I play the song, man, um, I want you to, bro, uh, drop us with one of your most favorite motivational lines and um, your weak mantra, drop your socials, and are we going to call it quits, man, but... Uh, as as like ironic as the conversation that me and Steven were having, uh, the last song that we are going to leave you with is by Priscilla Renee. You know this song. Uh, Hello, my apple. <laughs> so that whole conversation that we had right now has nothing to do with this song. I
2: love this song
0: so much. All right. <laughs> Priscilla Renee, here we go. Hello Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, yo, that song is uh, a <laughs> gem, isn't it, man? It looks like like song, bro. Oh, bro, man, she said, hello, my apple. <laughs>
4: hello, my
3: apple,
0: hello. <laughs> so, my guy, um, what is, you know, one uh, one motivational line that kind of, you know, fuels you to keep moving?
1: Mm-hmm. one of my favorite quotes is, uh, is uh, from uh, Mike Tyson's trainer. His name is Cus uh,
3: his, his I think his actual name is Constance or Constantine. Constantine Diamato. Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, he says... Uh, said, Are y'all uh, talking, talking? He says something
1: about... He, he's, always, he's just always talking about fear. And he says... Um, he says you can... Uh, He says, fear fear is like a tool. Fear is like fire. He said, um, uncontrolled, it'll burn burn you and everything around you. He said, but if you learn to control that fear, and you learn to control that fire, you can use it to warm you. You can use it to cook. So as long as you're able to control that fire, um, you can use it And that that fear, you can use it to your
0: advantage, right? To your advantage? Goddamn.
1: He was always talking about uh he was always talking about like everybody has fear, you know what I mean? He goes anybody that walks into the ring doesn't have fear is either uh lying or
0: psychopath. mm facts.
1: He says the hero and the coward feel the same thing, fear. He says, but the half but the hero uses the fear, projects it onto his opponent while the coward runs. So
0: it's the same thing, just how you use it. That actually makes a lot of sense. Project, <laughs> uh, project the fear back onto the other person. Man, Steven, drop your socials for your peoples, man.
1: who, who
0: with Steven. Uh, They can find you on Instagram?
1: Yeah, just Instagram mostly. I don't do anything
0: else. Hey man, um, please tune into his um wild antics, cause um, I see that you back on the stories now. Nah. Uh, yeah, love that. All right, yo, man. Uh, so please tune into his uh, crazy ass stories, Stephen. Man, humbling to have you on the show again, my brother. I love you. Um, uh, I think that a lot of girls are gonna hate us after this, but a lot of girls are gonna love us after this as well. So, hey, <laughs> peace and love, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so it is uh, Fresh Prince of the Underscore West on Instagram Low main 1990 on Snapchat Low dot com Yes we do have a website Oh Steven did I tell you the brand new A.K.A. A.K.A. Two shows I got a side show A, a spin off show like I'm on fucking VH1 And shit <laughs> Um, so I got a, spin, uh, uh, a spin-off a show called Cooking with Lomain, bro. Um, I got it with this homie named Amar, uh, out in Illinois. I don't know, but I'ma fuck that shit up. So, like, if you want to pull up. Hey, I can, cook. I can cook well, bro. I'm gonna do some cooking shows. Watch. I'm gonna start a cooking show. Yeah, hey, bro. Like, we should really make a cooking show. I'm not even playing with you. Like, a Phoenix cooking show? You, I can really it, like I am not lying actually um, it's 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 oddly weird how much I trust you with like a barbecue like I, I would be okay if like Steven was manning the barbecue Like <laughs> it's a weird man cause like you know cause th- that is a whole mantle you know and then over and over and over but the crazy thing about Steven is like he'll come into barbecues that he's not even barbecuing that and like like he will critique the fuck out of you all like all the right things like hmm. man i'll show you how to do that hold on like move out the way <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, but uh, sh- shout out to my brother, but uh, pull up to the fucking show. Um, that shit airs on Fridays. So, like, we are going live for that on Friday. So, if you actually want to see my show, or like my, sorry, my show, my face, uh, pull up to Cooking with Low Main on Fridays. Um, other than that, I think the Lone Main's Asylum show, I-, I think it's better when they don't see our faces, right, my guy? Like, I think, you know, uh, this show is made for your mind. Be. Uh, um, if you close your eyes right now, you could definitely see us. But with that being said, drink your water, tip your bartender, and just know the officers that killed Brianna Taylor are still not in jail, are they? No. All right. That shit's still happening right now. Disclaimer for everybody, all the music that was used on the podcast was for promotional use for the artist. Go check out the artist, go stream the music that motivates me. Go. It was used to show you to go make you stream. All right.